Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Musai Collective. I'm your host, Lindsay Cabrera, and today I'm speaking with communications and creative concept specialist, Shauna Ireland. She's also a dear sister who I've known for over a decade. Shauna works with conscious integrity to combine her devotion to energetic work with her 20 years of experience in public relations, marketing, branding, and business development in order to help people activate their divine design. Over the years, Shauna has worked across the lifestyle, music, arts, health and wellness, and higher conscious living sectors, aligning companies and individuals with consciousness, resulting in increased revenue and amplified brand awareness. Shauna is the founder of Shauna Ireland PR, a heart-based public relations and communications agency, and Align and Shine World, an agency dedicated to sharing the much-needed work of healers, world-class spiritual thought leaders, and change makers. This intuitive Musai is a leader to watch, and you can follow her on Instagram at Align and Shine. Today, we'll be discussing energy and business, a new way to do business in a new world. I hope you enjoyed this episode, and here's Shauna Ireland on Musai Collective. Shauna Ireland, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm great. It's good to see you, even though we talk almost every day. (laughs) It's good to see you on here on Zoom. Well, welcome to Musai Collective podcast. And today we're going to be talking about energy in business and a new way to do business in a new world. So I just want to start off by saying you are truly a master at your craft, which is communications and creative concepts. Also, actually, you've you've been trained in energy work and you combine both energetic work and your 20 plus years of peer expertise into your projects. Tell us how you came to decide to merge energy work with PR and how do the two really complement one another and why is this important for you? <laughs> Thanks, Lindsay. I love you. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't think it was a decision that was made really consciously. It's sort of it happened. So I got into public relations, working in art and fashion and all the things that I love. And then I started to love the healing journey and energy work and really dive into my own, was my own spiritual journey. And so naturally those things started to come into the work that I was doing. I didn't really know that it was, but it was actually the feedback I would get from clients. And to be honest, like magic just started to happen, you know, like, of course, (laughs) And as I did, I was like, ah, I think I'm on to something. So it wasn't super, it wasn't conscious. It was just a, a beautiful evolution of the work. I also believe everything's connected. A lot of the people that I work with are, it's their heart's work. It's their passion, something that they love that they're birthing into the world. And so naturally like who they are and what they're about is a part of their work. So I would say that that's how it happened. I love it. <laughs> So, okay, I've known Shauna for at least a decade now. I can't believe where has the time gone. But for as long as I can remember, you have always said collaboration replaces competition. And I think with this, you were truly ahead of your time because back then, most PR professionals were working against one another. And you always encompass this in your collaborations, in your business models. Tell me, how do you feel about this now? And especially as we enter 2021. The age of Aquarius. There you go. (laughs) The age of Aquarius, everybody. (laughs) Yeah. 
I remember some PR professionals being like, what are you talking about? Like, that would not work. The Black Books, that was your asset. And I had this crazy idea of everyone working together and aligning and shining. And um, <laughs> I brought in, I, I think, you know, at that time, the foundation was the, my yoga, the yoga teachings, and just thought everyone needed to, or better work would be done. And if we all collaborated in big vision. And I just, no matter if anyone said, well, that's not realistic. I just felt like it needed to happen more. So I've watched over time, it become the new business model. I've watched it happen through like, you look at even just like influencers and Instagram and how brands align with people. And so that is all fairly new. I feel like why it's relevant at this time in particular is aligning with the universal energies. We're in a new time. It's collaboration. It's about co-creation. Age of Aquarius is all about that unity. And I mean, right now the stars are literally aligned for <laughs> that concept, <laughs> really like big idea to happen. And it's beautiful to watch it happen. I mean, we are more powerful together. And that Exactly. And you, we had this conversation prior. Well, we always talk about these kinds of things, but you did say, I remember you said to me once, you know, you have to be whole to collaborate and being whole. Maybe that means having done the inner work and what does doing the work mean to you or how can someone do the work? Mm, yeah. For everyone, it's different. You like personal development, inquiry, just, I think it's, it's just that desire to always just not necessarily like do your best, but be your best. And the work is continual. I do feel like when you kind of get a little bit deeper into your own stuff, you watch how things unfold in your outer world. And the work is necessary. Like if when, when we want to, in our personal life, sort of like be more abundant and fulfilled. And that obviously is connected to like your professional life. So mm -hmm. the work from that perspective is necessary. Yeah. Practicing things like gratitude, feelings of abundance. I think it really helps with your ebb and flow of success yeah. and personal happiness. And, and because too, like you mentioned at the very beginning of that, it's true. Like, I mean, I learned this through my own experiences, mm -hmm. you know, kind of working on that wholeness. I'm a whole being and you are a whole being and together we create that true co-creation rather than the old, let's say, paradigm of third dimensional understanding of you are incomplete or you're lacking. Mm -hmm. So then almost creates like an energetic, like dependence on another person. And that just doesn't work. So I do feel like we are in times of wholeness coming together and whole people like co-creating and collaborating. For sure. I feel like these times, especially there's no time to be working against one another. If anything, we need to come together as a humanity to really get through these times and help one another. No one gets anywhere by pushing each other down. Just knowing that there's abundance everywhere and it's available to all of us at all times. Exactly. So I want to go a little bit farther back in your days and I want to talk about your experience studying the ancient Mayans in Mexico. Can you share with us just a little bit about what that was like, what you took from this experience? I'm just really curious. <laughs> so that I went to school, I was in the University of Calgary and I went and studied international studies in Mexico. Before going to Puebla, I was Puerto Vallarta and I did the whole like <laughs> Mexican, very touristy Mexican experience. So mm -hmm. this for me, I lived with the family and I went to 
study like grand ancient archaeological sites. And I actually had a very, everything is always so literal. I had a very literal experience there. Like uh, I got very sick and I ended up in the hospital. It was when we were at a very powerful Chitlin pyramid site. And there was a lot of energy there. And I didn't know it at the time. It was interesting. Like all the stuff that I learned afterwards, it made sense of why those things happened. Mm -hmm. Anyhow, when I was there, I learned so much about the people, um, belief systems, Mesoamerican, Mayans, Olmecs, like Toltecs, the calendar, and just it was fascinating, but I was really learning it from that perspective and not so much the spiritual perspective. However, as time has gone on, that was about 20 years ago, I really realized like, wow, that was like an important part of my journey I, not without realizing it at the time. So I'm able to kind of like rewind and, and understand from a different perspective of how powerful that was. It's interesting to me because of my body of work, how I've developed the power hour process, which I describe as like an archaeological dig of someone like to determine their, their why and then you like really help them to articulate the why and then create a how to that. I feel like when we dig deep, that's where like the wisdom is. That's what Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I really identify like the Toltecs and the Mayans are my homies. Like I really identify <laughs> with a lot of healing for me has happened in those areas. My whole Mexican time and then I, I've spent a lot of time in Tulum as well and, and worked with some really great teachers as you know Bobby Klein and yes. and others and I just it, it's always had such a special place in my heart like I I'm Shanita <laughs> <laughs> Shanita Bonita in Costa Rica <laughs> That's <laughs> you know what I just really wanted to touch on that because I feel like I knew because we we talked about it very vaguely and I was like this must have had such a profound influence on your entire life going forward because at the time you weren't really uh, aware of it and then now so many years later you can look back or relate to it so much more and it's and so I think it's you're so intuitive because that's exactly what happened. Like I had a major spiritual awakening experience there, mm. but I didn't understand it as that at the time. I just saw it as a major physical sickness. Later, was the sickness the awakening that you experienced? The physical of it, like getting sick? Your cleansing that I was going through. And Interesting. You know, I mean, I had experiences before that in Chile. It's always the <laughs> Latin American country. <laughs> <laughs> It just has always happened to me very um, literally and a lot of times like through my physical body. Well, I mean, you mentioned this earlier and I wanted to talk a little bit more about the whole everything is connected mm. situation because it truly is. And I mean, we, even just this example here with the Mayans and this and this, and then it brings you back to now here you are today and it all, your life cycle is, everything is connected. Your clients, who you're working with, you and I have known each other for at least 10 years. We're coming back and working together again. Like, it's so beautiful. I mean, all of these little things, but I know you have some things to share about how everything is connected. So I'll let you maybe. Oh, it's, I mean, tell us. how much time do you have? I've always been saying that. And it's like, it's just that really short paraphrase after I explain a long winded story of like, you're never going to guess what this happened and then this. Because especially I feel like now we're living like where timelines are merging. People are experiencing this differently. But I really do believe in like the symbolism of things and how experiences and people and like you'll think of someone and you get a call or. That always happens to me. 
the whole, like, I think of someone and then they just start texting you or they call me or it's happened with you where I'm about to call you, but you pick up and you're about to call me and it's too much. (laughs) I believe that everything is connected to is just the lessons and everything. It's like, there's a meaning in everything and can trust everything. And if we're willing to see things for what they're maybe trying to reveal to us, then it's just, it's beautiful. And I feel like right now we're living in a time where we're really understanding how everything is connected especially with COVID and everything, like the whole world is affected by this. So mm-hmm. another message from the age of Aquarius is like, everything's connected. <laughs> okay. So communication is key. Absolutely. Especially as a publicist, energy and business. I want to discuss this for a second here. What does that look like for someone that doesn't really understand this concept mm-hmm. or like to apply it to your relationships or your business strategies? You know, it depends on everyone and where they're at. Because some people, like, I can go deep. You know, I can say, like, listen, you need an Akashic Record reading. And <laughs> by the way, there's also someone else I need you to work with to remove the energetic blocks. Because if unless you remove this block, like, your business isn't going to move forward. So, like, I do give people a lot of alternative insights. Like, it's not just... I work in both worlds. Like, right. the world and the 5D world. So, it's not just about energy work and woo-woo. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I that down and let's embody it and let's bring it into like what your strategy is and what those deliverables are. But other people, I call it like the spinach and the chocolate cake. Like <laughs> they won't know that a call is booked on the new moon, but that's when we're doing some planning and that's a great time to manifest, you know? Of course, of course. I love that. (laughs) So just depends and everyone's different and that's cool. Like everyone's got their own, I meet you where you are. I think that that is, that's just the way it has to be because not everyone has to do it one way that we're all different. We all have a different plan. And I just do know that people can start to work with me without knowing anything about spirituality or energy. And then after, after our time together, there will be a little bit of a window or a door that's open. And And specifically for your power hour? Yeah, but or even a little bit of both. Star <laughs> world, you know, the yeah. power hour sure is a little bit more like open to to like the doors open mm-hmm. already. But even just the traditional PR stuff, I think that if you have clarity, your message will be received by the universe. So that means if I put out a good pit with my team, yes, <laughs> if and it works, and I've seen it work countless times. So yeah, something's working then. <laughs> Working intention, right? Like my biggest belief is that you can't follow anyone else's plan. Like, sure, someone Starbucks had great success and da da da, but no one else is Starbucks. So, like, the work is what is your plan? Like, how do we sometimes maybe this by saying activate your divine design? Maybe that's too woo for some people, but how do we just really extract what your plan is? I do feel like the old ways are not working anymore, right? Yeah, yeah, I've seen that. So this is just an alternative and an authentic and yeah. It's, it's kind of, it is an extension of you hmm. and your exactly. own personal journey and your work. And then your, whether it's with power hour or with the PR side of things, it's applied and it's working. <laughs> it's who you are, Shanita. <laughs> So yeah, actually tonight is the first full moon of 2021. The, the, the wolf moon. How are you feeling over there? Oh, wow. You know, my feet are on the ground. I'm just like putting books on the ground. 
It's intense. And I feel like, well, because we're both by the water, right? So you're just feeling like the energy stir. The wolf is symbolizes like the teacher. So I do feel like we are learning a lot right now, like about ourselves and everything else. My son's name is Wolf too. So it's like extra, extra high energy. And it's like literally Wolf has his own moon. (laughs) Yeah, does. You're like, look, honey, that's your moon tonight. Yeah. <laughs> I don't need to be one of those stars. No, he's from the stars. But... He is. Are you doing any trolls tonight or anything? I am. I'm going to do a really beautiful uh, grieving sort of ceremony and just just um, to let go of beautifully and peacefully of, of the things that I've lost, mm. you know? past year. Well, that'll be hopefully a nice release and healing for you and I'll just get you moving forward and aligning and shining as we say. <laughs> Constantly sort of like create lightness and let things go along our journey, right? So absolutely kind of celebrate it because grief is yeah, not always joyous at all, but we can find a little bit of lightness, ceremony and ritual. Yeah. I think facing the grief itself is such a healing process and then sending the person love or whatever the situation is. And then just like literally like letting it go. And maybe there's a big weight that's lifted and, you know, or you write everything down and you burn it in a pot or something. It just, there's something about that physical activity that is so therapeutic. <laughs> embodiment of it. Like we're certainly living in times of like, that's the age of Aquarius again, right? And the embodiment and it kind of brings this whole conversation together. Like everything mm-hmm. is connected, right? So we're really experiencing so much through our bodies. So to do those acts is sort of that, like, because we can do so much work in our minds and spirit, and but how do we like ground it into like these bodies in this life, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I feel like it's just a collective grief feeling right now, not necessarily yeah. like, personal. If you have like maybe one or two muses you'd like to give a shout out to. Oh, yeah. I know you have a lot of ladies in your life who are amazing, actually. <laughs> Yeah, it's so hard to like really, I feel so blessed to have so many incredible, strong, resilient, powerful, inspiring women in my life. A lot of women I can give a shout out to. Will you, Lindsay? I mean, I'm so proud of you for this and like keeping conversations about creativity and artistry and, and all of innovation going. It's so important. Yeah. Carmelina Bakari is one of my best friends. My sister, Jennifer Ireland. Holly Love, who's here in Costa Rica with me. Jana Webb, who, I mean, God, we started <laughs> together. Like, that's a long history, yeah. really making it happen. Joan Kelly Walker, who I've worked with for so many years, but she's just become such a dear friend. And I have like, oh, Jessica Vitesse and Tina Martin. And like, there's so many. <laughs> here they come. <laughs> and I have a couple more minutes, please. Yeah. (laughs) No, that's beautiful. I love that. And you know what? That's like one of the main reasons why I wanted to start this collective was to share all of this beautiful energy with the rest of the world or these ladies and what they're offering. And, you know, I want to support one another and just grow this collective. Yeah. Love one another. (laughs) True. We're in that divine feminine energy. And we You know, women need to kind of really unite and support one another and stick together. And I've learned so much through so many different women in my life. And I feel 
so grateful for each and every one of them. The Divine Sisterhood is so important. And I'm, I'm so grateful every day with all the ladies in my life and women in my family, of course. And, uh, you know, you are who you hang out with and you become a little piece of each of these ladies. I think it's a really beautiful, divine, energetic plan. <laughs> Too. I do. It is actually. You nailed it. It's like the women who are brought into our lives are it's like a quilt to yeah. make who we are. And over the years, and like, of course, you have your long-term friends like, that are like have been around for like life. And then you have different cycles of friends, maybe just because you're in a new cycle in your life and you've met new people or you've moved away or whatever it is. But those that really stick around, the ones that actually become family, it's so beautiful. And yeah, I'm just excited to see what's next in 2021 with amazing ladies that I'm going to encounter here. <laughs> uh, you're just like creating a, like a the mob. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. So we're going to talk about follow your bliss finale question. Can you share with us one positive outcome from this pandemic you may have experienced or any life-changing lessons you've learned? Oh, wow. Well, a lot has changed in my life through this past year. I separated with my child's father, my partner. We ended up in Costa Rica where we were supposed to be back in Canada. So like I've been here for a year over the planned time. A lot of unexpectedness. I would say I've learned to sort of embrace the unexpectedness. The more there's a divine plan and then there's like, like that requires so much low and softness and ease. And I think that when you try and like make a plan, that is just like rigid and limiting maybe. Mm -hmm. So it was a while ago I came up with, like I just I thought like your mind can't conceive what your heart can receive. Mm. And I really like, that's a big one for this whole time. Like I just, through this time of pandemic starting in March, it was a forced, at first it was a forced inward, like sort of just catapult right into the inside stuff. And things came up for me that I was not expecting that I didn't think were there. And there's a real call to take my healing more serious, I guess, mm -hmm. and to embody it. I found I was constantly like a support for others and I would get all of this information, take all these courses and became like really good at what I did, but I wasn't giving it to myself. I certainly learned, I got this like big sort of, I don't know, like pull from the universe, like, okay, it's time for you to embody everything that you talk about, do what you say. And it's time. I had to make some decisions that were scary and let go of things that made me comfortable. Mm -hmm. However, it's kind of all working out for the better. Yeah, exactly when you're in the middle of a situation or major life-changing event in the moment it may not seem like you'll get through it but there's always that light at the end of the tunnel and you get through it <laughs> yeah you do you yeah it's a trust and it's like a yeah it's it's beautiful I've learned a lot I think I had the time you know I remember when the pandemic before it started I, I was just like feeling like I had no time to do anything and I definitely needed space and I remember when everything was shut down and everything was closing I'm like oh my god did I manifest this because it was like I was like almost in tears I'm like I just need to slow down but I didn't know how it was possible yeah um, there's certainly this slowdown I'm very grateful that family is safe and healthy I've developed such compassion. I already had it, but now I just feel like I feel so much more. Like I can feel like the pain and suffering that's happening around the globe. And I feel super helpless. And of course you can do the things like donate money and whatnot. But what I feel like what I'm doing here is just anchoring in the light and like, 
praying and believing that like things are going to improve and being the new way or the new world. Sometimes that's all we can do. And then I do really believe, and I've seen this, like heal ourselves and heal the world. It's true, right? Like it all starts inside. It's, it's so true. And I think a lot of people have also felt this way about the whole having more time during this entire situation or maybe taking the time to take care of themselves, like start running or, oh, I'm going to start meditating now or whatever it may be. I just feel like there's more time. Maybe that's not the case for everybody, but I feel like for many people, this was the case. I just think there's a certainly now this collective sort of focus on health and people's well-being and that's good we're all in our own journeys I so I was at the beach one morning and I saw all of these different footprints in the sand but they were all going the same direction but like everyone had different footprints beautiful like I was like whoa like we're all on the same path <laughs> like it would go like zigzag whatever but we're all on the same path as humans so yeah. um, we take different steps mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, I think that we're in a really like also reflective time. Oh, for sure. Yeah. What and one step at a time. <laughs> Is there anything else you'd like to share with anything you have coming up or any words of wisdom from the Shanita oh my Bonita Villa? <laughs> <laughs> I did a an interview like not too long ago, which by the way was my I don't do interviews. Like I one week I got two. I'm like, what is going on here? <laughs> Talk to me. Yeah. <laughs> I, and I didn't even know I said this, but she was, she sent back to me, Dr. Stacy, uh, uh, the wisdom is in the wonder. And I was, she said, I, well, I, I said that in our conversation. I'm like, oh, wow. And I, I was like, that's good. <laughs> like, I said that? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, wow, that was spirit talking about me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of like, I don't know, I really like that. The wisdom's in the wonder. I always say, stay humble, drink water. I think it's really important. I think during this time, just to seriously stay humble and grounded, drink water. It's really simple, like (laughs) basic. And just do the work. Mm -hmm. Do the work. All right, everybody. Do the work, okay? (laughs) It'll do you good. And don't forget the agua. (laughs) Well, Shauna, it was so lovely to have you here today. Thank you so much. And I just wish you all the love and happiness for 2021. (laughs) I love you. Thank you. You I love you. (laughs) Okay. Have a beautiful evening with your sun and the wolf moon. And I'll see you soon. Love you. Love you.